Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world written by our correspondents and contributors at The Times of London. I'm Nick Ellaby. And I'm Rebecca Myers. Today, The Times has an exclusive on the sacked British Museum worker at the centre of a mystery surrounding missing artefacts. We'll be finding out what the trader from the big short's been betting on this time. And how much parmesan do you eat? We've got a story that could put you off it. Now, the British Museum is the third most visited museum in the world, behind only the Louvre and the Vatican Museums. Have you been, Rebecca? I have. I love it there. And I'm actually always struck by the sheer number of kind of artefacts, objects, amazing pieces it has. Um, But this week, it's found itself with a bit of a mystery surrounding missing artefacts, possibly worth tens of millions of pounds. The items include gold, semi-precious stones, glass jewellery, and are between 600 and 150 years old. And it's understood that they might not be insured. Well, sounds like a mistake. It's been reported they went missing over a significant period of time, but the museum only found out this year. The Times has today exclusively named the man who lost his job over this, Peter John Higgs. He's 56 and he's worked at the British Museum for over 30 years. He was the museum's curator of Greek collections. Times reporter Constance Kampfner spoke to his son Greg today. He said the whole thing had taken the family massively by surprise. Uh, He maintained his father's innocence, said that, you know, he'd lost his job, he'd lost his reputation and none of it was fair. Uh, He said he didn't even think anything had gone missing. So from the family's point of view, it is all quite murky. And the British Museum dismissed this guy in the wake of these things going missing. Presumably, they think he was the guy that took them. What have the museum said? They say there is an active police investigation ongoing, so they can't discuss kind of any of the finer points as to when uh, they first suspected him or anything like that, or indeed whether... Um, there might have been other people involved or not. Uh, What we do know is that uh, they suspect the thefts have been ongoing uh, for quite a few years now. This story will obviously keep developing. You can read the latest on the Times website. (laughs) 
Now, Nick, I don't know if you're a betting man at all. I mean, the most I dabble is sort of the office sweepstake on various sporting events. That's about it. I'm not a betting man. You're no, I've been not. to the Greyhounds. Okay, well, probably a bit of a way off then than a $1.6 billion bet on the prospect of a Wall Street crash, guessing that's not really something you might do anytime soon. But that's what Michael Burry has done. He was the trader who was portrayed in the film The Big Short by Christian Bale. The housing market is propped up on these bad loans. I'm, it's a time bomb and I want to short it. It's a great film explaining some very complicated stuff for simple people like me. Now, <laughs> Berry began betting against subprime mortgage bonds in the years leading up to that crash in 2008. And he made a cool $2.69 billion in profits on it. Wow, that is, it's quite a lot of money, isn't it? It's important to bear in mind he's not always right. And we don't exactly know what his motivation for the latest move is. But he has now bought $866 million in put options, that's the right to sell an asset at a fixed price in the future, against a fund that tracks the S&P 500, and $739 million in put options against a fund that tracks the NASDAQ 100. Times analysis says that Burry might be pessimistic about US markets, but the biggest worry could be China, which is showing signs of deflation and is the second biggest economy in the world. Bradley Cooper has found himself in rather hot water after the trailer of his new film was released. Maestro features Cooper portraying Leonard Bernstein, the conductor and composer who's Jewish, and in the film, Cooper is wearing a prosthetic nose. Cooper's received a lot of criticism for this, and accusations the portrayal is anti-Semitic and that it plays up to offensive Jewish stereotypes. But Bernstein's family have said they're actually perfectly fine with it. Laura Jana Klausner, a rabbi and an inclusion and development coach, has told Times Radio she doesn't think it's a problem. I think this isn't a caricature. I think actors sometimes choose to look very different from the character and sometimes they're going for accuracy. And as his family said, which I love, our father had a nice big nose. <laughs> well, I also have quite a nice big nose. It's fine. I'm also very short. That's fine. You know, someone portrayed me, God forbid, you know, that's what they would portray and mm. it would be the truth. Now tell me, Nick, if I spent the entire recording doing this, would it annoy you? I think it might annoy the listeners. <laughs> as well I'm, I'm all right with it but um it might put me off my job a little bit careful what you wish for well believe it or not that is exactly what happened to greek tennis player stefanos Tsitsipas at the western and southern open in cincinnati the world number four was a setup and serving at three four against the us's ben shelton a home favorite now the video is hilarious you can see Tsitsipas getting ready to serve and then he looks around starts swatting the air with his racket tries to then serve and then stops again. He goes up to the umpire and complains someone is making a bee noise. Have a listen. It's a buzz right before I serve. You think that's, you think that's No, that's okay. not good. That's not okay. good, yeah. Do, do you, but do you, do, you, do you know who is 
It has never happened in my career. No, no, that's the first time it happens. I know, I know they're supporting me. And I, I know they're speaking to you. No, no, they're imitating no. a bit. They're buzzing. There. But do you know, do you know who is exactly? Or no? It's the lady over there. Okay. I want her out. I will ask. I will no, ask. No, no, she needs to no, go. Yeah, we're not gonna stop, right? Now, it's believed this is the first time this has happened on the Pro Tour. Oh, that's almost unbelievable. I've come down to the Times World Desk to find out what's coming up on the site from the wonderful deputy editor Susie Jagger. Susie, tell us more. So we've got uh, Nicolas Sarkozy's latest tranche of memoirs coming out. They're due out next week, um, but bits of them are, are coming out in the French papers. Um, he's defending Putin, uh, saying that the West is to blame for Putin's invasion of Ukraine, um, that the West goaded uh, Putin because we failed to understand that Russia has a historic fear of being surrounded by its enemies, um, which has uh, has raised many eyebrows. You're British, Rebecca. You probably love eating chips, don't you? I love chips, fish and chips. <laughs> we all love chips, but how would you feel about eating a microchip? Not so good, I don't think. Well, let me explain why I've asked you a silly question. <laughs> Italian cheesemakers are fighting back against counterfeit parmesan and planning to put microchips into Parmigiano Reggiano. It's a protected food stuff made in the Italian regions of Parma and Reggio Emilia. You know, like Hamon Iberico or Melton Mowbray pork pies in the UK. They're attempting to do this to make sure people know they're getting the real thing. And the counterfeit market in Europe is worth 80 billion euros, according to the European Union. And the Parmesan side of that is growing rapidly, apparently. And a Chicago-based company started supplying tiny microchips to Parmesan makers to see if they might be the answer. Times contributor James Imam, who's based in Milan, told us about these chips. They are very tiny. They uh, measure 500 microns, which is about the size of a grain of sand. And uh, they're applied to the cheese with, uh, with a robot. The robot uh, heats up uh, part, of, part of the wax and then applies the chip, which I think is very difficult to remove. And the idea is that um, uh, people distributing the cheese can then read these chips with a, a handheld device, a, a laser reader that can be bought for a few cents or produced for a few cents at least. Uh, and uh, because these chips have a unique serial code, uh, they can then get all sorts of information, um, including where it was made, when it was made, uh, where exactly it comes from, what the what the producer, what the name of the producer is. James told me the chips have been tested, so they don't break down in stomach acid. But the concern is they could then be used to track down people who've eaten them. Yikes! I mean, that is probably the only thing that could actually put me off eating parmesan. I think. Well. On that note, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you enjoyed the journalism you heard on this podcast, you can take out a subscription at thetimes.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 